Ladies and gentlemen, what is up? How are you doing? It's me, Manny C. I'm sitting here with TIE Fighter and the one and only Buddha Will. We are part of the Hardcore Casuals, a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated in bringing you the very best of games, gaming, and all things entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hardcore Casuals Lounge. Uh, TIE Fighter, Buddha Will, how you guys doing? TIE, oh man, were you missed last week? <laughs> I know, I felt so bad. Now, it's good to be back to, though we're here we're doing be, it yeah absolutely um nothing to well, be it's, it's not like i was like oh man i'm really letting the guys down like i know you guys had it under control and i know i know dizzy came in and just freaking killed it like i i wasn't worried about that the problem was is uh on sunday when when you or sorry it was on monday and you posted the podcast and i was listening to you guys talk and i was just chomping like i really wanted to be a part of the conversation so badly i was <laughs> ah, i have an opinion Right. Uh, and so that was very frustrating for me because I just wanted to be a part of the conversation because you guys were talking about some really interesting stuff. And so it, anyway, was, I'm, I'm, I was I'm, really I'm happy. happy. I'm happy that you're back. I was really happy for uh, that Dizzy jumped in. I'd like to see more uh, Dizzy. Uh, uh, well, we can get Dizzy. Um, I know Silvarian, another uh, a member of the Hardcore Casual stream team, uh, talked about having availabilities at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so we're gonna try and see more of the hardcore casuals, uh, swing by. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So, yeah. Um. Anyway, let's just let's just roll right into it, and uh, and see what uh what have we been playing? And I think I'm gonna go first because uh I didn't really play much. I only played one game this week i i I didn't stream uh much actually i didn't stream at all this week i needed to take some time off uh catch up on some things and uh so i only played siege with uh with my brother and my sister and some uh off stream or pre-stream uh friends and i i you know what i had a i had a good time it was like playing without without being live it's funny like i i i play most of my video games now live right and it's totally different <laughs> you know um it was just more relaxed like a vacation playing uh just playing rainbow six siege now the only thing with that is a i play the game all the time b the update happened so we got to i got a good chance to play the new characters uh maverick and uh what's the other one crash uh is that her name crash crash yeah so that's the one with the shield right right so it's a defensive player with a shield and uh like an uh uh, like a taser effect right attached to the shield and then you have the maverick the the uh offensive character who is has a blowtorch this blowtorch is freaking quiet, yo. Super freaking quiet. So it's totally... right. Yeah, that was that was the whole thing. You make a tiny little hole with, I, uh, while no one knows it. And now you have a little baby sight line into the into the room. Devastating. Sounds dangerous, bro. Devastating. It totally changes the game. And then you're like, yo, man, this thing is freaking crazy, stupid, annoying. How do we counter this? Well, there's two ways, you know. Um, if if the if the wall isn't barricaded. And you have eyes on uh, on them as they as they poke in or get close, 
then you can shoot through the unbarricaded wall, right? So right, Mira right. is going to be effective, right? Valkyrie, the uh, Pulse, right? For wall bangs or intel, right? So, so that's going to be important. But the other thing is Crash. Crash is there for that purpose. You roll in, you know, you see a hole, you, you just put Crash right in front of it. That hole isn't doing anything. You know what I'm saying? And Crash can set up and 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 uh, gather intel through the peak holes that they're that they're making. So it's it was actually really interesting. I was playing with, uh, uh you know, my my uh, brother, my sister, and some some friends. And uh, this one guy is uh, I'm not gonna say his his Xbox name, uh, but but uh, we'll just call him Jimmy, right? For lack of a for lack of a better. T- uh, better name there so he says uh yeah like he sees the appeal of maverick but he really likes the uh trying to figure out how to use this crash character effectively and watching him play i can see like this dude the this like both of these characters really change the dynamic of siege uh quite a bit quite a bit so it's so going to be interesting in the to trailer, see. In the trailer, they had mentioned, or I don't know if it's the trailer, but in like the release update, they had mentioned that Crash would be an interesting person to roam with. Did you try that strategy at all? Um, I, I don't think Crash was all that effective as a roamer. Not that I've seen. You know what I'm okay. saying? Now, yeah, and Crash I, as I a roamer, so, solo roamer. Slow. Yeah, it doesn't make all that much sense unless it's just tr- as a as a deterrent and as a time waster. That that can work. So I have seen crash jump out like a jump out crash. That okay. to, I've never seen that work. I've only I've only seen the maneuver several like a handful of times. And every single time it it failed because they were they were by themselves, right? They move slower they they become a huge target and everybody is is looking for angles around um crash's shield interestingly enough crash has the shield that actually wraps around a bit right which, so it's even uh, better than montaigne's right it's it's better in in the sense that that you can you have a little bit more leeway on the angles that that you choose and when, while still getting a little bit of cover you know what i'm saying yeah Interesting. Here's the thing I mean, with yeah. with, uh, with Crash, she can really go from shield to gun and back very very quickly, much Ooh. much faster than your Montaigne or your uh, or your Blitz. That's so, very surprising. Um, and she doesn't she doesn't carry a primary weapon. Is that correct? Is is she like Montaigne in that she only has the pistol? Right. Okay. But 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 her shield itself has a taser. Man, so she has a better shield than Montaigne. Yep. It's uh, it has a taser and she flips back and forth between her gun but faster. If why why would anyone her, use Montaigne? If you punch her she, she steps she back. She ste- she okay. stumbles big time. Yeah. Okay. So she's where, not where invincible like Montaigne. She is not invincible. And and remember, we're talking about Montaigne's attack, and, and this is the only shield uh, option for defense. The first and only shield option. Oh, that's right. Defense. Montaigne's on offense. I, I right, forgot. right, yeah. right. 
Okay. See, I need to start playing this, and I need I need you to find me the cheesiest character, like the one that's just like there is the only angers people the most, and I think that's who I need to try to be. That is play this there's game. only one Tachanka. option. It's Tachanka. Tachanka. It's that's the it. That's the, the, Lord that's the only one. <laughs> that's I think the I only tried one. one time and I didn't do so hard. I saw this wonderful video. I saw it like last night as I was perusing YouTube. I'm gonna post it on the Discord, and it was all about Tachanka and how it became a meme and you can it was really interesting because like, he got lots of interviews with the ubisoft developers and they're like yeah you know when it was the core characters the first bunch of characters and um that was our that was our biggest mistake right and he's like and if, and if you think about it um like uh one mistake out of all the original cast like that's not bad except that that we're reminded of this mistake every single time and every single forum right and i thought that was uh is it because he's a mistake like he may not be particularly powerful but i think there's ways to make him that way well Uh, are they just not happy with his his ability the mistake is in that uh the the game is more about uh, information gathering and movement and his ability is static primarily and staying in one place right so if you get a drone and you know you know is he the guy with the turret room, he's the guy yep. with the turret yeah yep. so oh, you, you go and I you're like oh, southeast corner of objective is the chanka so you know what to expect so you roll in you could throw a grenade in that direction or you just blind fire in that direction and uh you could be very so, effective so uh so why why would you want me to be that guy because well, it's I guess you said you wanted the, I wanted the trolliest be... character I, I, I want, yeah, yeah. Dude, he is he is the meme dude like 100% lord tachanka is is the meme. I need Definitely. to be somebody that's like op like i need to be like somebody that's pretty much unstoppable <laughs> okay oh. No, because dude, my gameplay is not up to par, so therefore I need oh, every advantage oh, I can get. I miss And therefore, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, man, you setting me up for failure over here. I was wondering. I was thinking to myself, I tried that guy. Well, that guy kind here's of the thing, though. If you go in and you get match made against a bunch of noobs, which which oh, yeah. happens sometimes, you'll wreck with the chanka because there's but, no but communication I am at the, the lower level. That's my problem. I am yeah, that but guy. You can I you am... can noob on the noobs. It's cool. Oh man, it is. No, it is. No. Well, I don't know. The, the, he's not necessarily bad, but you need you need a team. I've seen him used several times very effectively, actually. But you need real teamwork and strategy uh focused around tachanka for it to really be effective it it sounds like that like i think if you put him in a positional spot and then everyone's working to get people funneled to make him effective oh yeah yeah Yeah, he can can definitely be used properly no i can't even get past the hostage levels so the little but little training courses Oh, you can, bro. We gotta get you in the game. We're, 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 uh, I, I was trying to get through them because they have achievements, and I'm like, "Yo, I can do this, man. I can do this. If I just sit down, I can get better at this game." No, not so much. You got well, to. You I can. It's, I believe it just takes a long time. It takes a while. Yeah. Like, 
You know what's sad is I actually played better. I I actually went that little time that you got me to play. I actually played Siege better because at that time I was playing PUBG a lot. And Mm. I wasn't very used to the whole leaning thing. That was the thing that used to throw me off was the whole lean thing. But when I was playing a lot of PUBG, I was forced to have to lean. So I kind of got used to the whole leaning aspect. So then when I played Siege, it kind of felt more natural as opposed to when I went in there you know, before, and it just didn't feel right. Like, I was just like, what is this leaning business? Yeah. Why are people <laughs> leaned around a desk? And like, <laughs> you'd see like the eye hole of their ski mask. I'm like, this is dumb. I don't know why. But uh, yeah, now I feel like maybe, eh, maybe I need to revisit a little bit. I, You know, if you revisit, I would be very happy to jump on in with you. Totally. All right. Yeah. Well, that means you have to play Overwatch then if that happens. I will. I will. Now, Overwatch is a confusing Lies. game for me, you know, Lies. but I will play. I, I've played it several times. I think I've played it at least five, maybe six times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> All yeah right. Overwatch is another one that just takes tons of game knowledge in order to Oh, my succeed. God. Tons I was of game knowledge. So overwhelmed. Only if you're playing, uh, what? Only if you're playing uh, like, ranked. I think if you're playing, like, a... I think Mystery Heroes is probably the uh, the most beneficial mode in that yeah, game because it makes you. Yeah, I always tell people who play shooters though, just hop in and play Soldier seventy six. You'll be fine. He's he's super intuitive for people who are used to FPS. Yeah. Um, I remember yeah. playing the dude with the with the robust belly, uh, the protruding, yes. oh, yeah, the yeah. protruding belly button. Roadhog. Yeah. Ro- okay, yeah. that dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, he's man, they've good. messed with him so much. They messed. He's with very him. strong. If you can, yeah. They, 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 well, I mean, his apparently his they nerfed him. Apparently, yeah. They well, his him. hook I mean, had some interactions him. that weren't like I don't think they were supposed to be there in the first place, but people were taking advantage of them pretty severely, uh, and then they they nixed those. And so, yeah, it was oh, a nerf, okay. but it was kind of like a nerf back to where he was supposed to be. I mean, they're always that's that's a good thing about that game is they're constantly changing things and they're constantly looking at how people use each one of those characters and in whatever meta is formed and uh they've done a pretty good job i think of 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 taking away things i mean granted some of those things like if you were a really big roadhog player and they took away those things you're going to be upset because obviously that changes how you're going to play right but uh, but the overall community is like oh yes thank you thank you yeah thank you yeah. so much no more hooks to the wall well, I, I think I think that's important. If um, if a game wants to be or a developer wants their game to be competitive, right, and on, on the actual competitive stage, and they're also introducing new characters, like they always have to be reviewing what is going on, how are these characters being used? You know, they like I know I can't speak for Overwatch, but I do know for Ubisoft and Siege, they don't want any one character to be like a hundred percent like one once a character goes up to a certain percentage of pick rates they they look to to adjust something you know what i'm saying i think that's what i like man i like how these games like siege and overwatch whenever they in- introduce a new you know it's a little different like if you're playing like your battlefields or like uh your call of duty your hell you know it's pretty much I mean, uh, uh, maybe things will change with this new Black Ops that's coming out. But the, you know, the class kind of thing, you know what I mean? Right. Where it's like they'll right. introduce a whole new, a whole new class of kind of character, and it just 
messes with everybody. It just throws everybody off and everybody has to make adjustments. And I think that's what makes that really cool is the fact I, that you have I to agree. either pick a lane or, you know, and be like, man, um, I, I was talking to uh, uh, somebody at work and they were telling me about the new characters for Siege. And uh, he was like, man, he's like, you know, he and I don't know the guys that well or anything like that, but he was telling me like, you know, uh, it might have been more like what you guys were just talking about, where one character is a, is a better version of another one. And he was telling me like, yeah, man, he's like, I main this character. But now that this new operator is in the mix, my character is not going to be as effective depending on what's going on. So now I'm going to have to find me a whole new main uh, to be competitive again because he, I guess he competes and stuff. And I was like that's awesome i mean that that that's the that, i think that's the point of it is to introduce new characters that change the game without really changing the game right you know what i mean yeah no man i totally freaking agree like um uh, th- th- these two characters though really change things up a lot i feel like how the flow of of the games what type the options of given now to uh to uh the defensive team are definitely changed up like I, i've seen so many times uh we the team that's communicating right so we had uh this uh uh when we were playing we had jimmy roll up with the shield and he would be just making call outs and saying where they were uh um you know saying like like when he needed help and we would just come in from different angles and freaking take care of business. So it's a humongous bait and switch. And I feel like that that can definitely be powerful, you know, or just just forcing forcing a team who's dead set on int- entering one one way, forcing them to reconsider because they have this really annoying, <laughs> this really annoying uh, roadblock in the way, you know. Well, isn't but the plan it, for it'll be fun. Uh, figuring it out. out with uh, isn't is, isn't their game plan? Uh, isn't the game plan for them to be coming out with like a lot more of these operators? Isn't it? They like said a hundred fifty on right, each. Right, I team. remember them putting out something. Yeah, it was this statement they put out. Uh, what early this year? Maybe mm-hmm. maybe late last year. And they're like, you know, we're not looking to do Siege Two. We're not looking to do, uh, you know, big uh, next titles. We wanna we wanna really go all in on siege, and that looks like a hundred operators available to you at any given time. Like crazy, and it's it's nuts. So so how many years is that uh, realistically? If they're releasing two operators every season, I, I so it's six, I, I, that's six a year. Well, I, I, they they said Sounds something like about like a uh, like a ten like several year plan, right? I want to say the yeah. number ten. But that's yeah, a lot. that's a lot. And this is that's after this is after they've been going for what four years now. They've been going for four years. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. But and I mean, the, I, you got to hand it to them because not only are they adding new interesting operators, they're going back to old maps and and breathing new life and into revamping them. So, them. Absolutely. Yeah. So they're definitely keeping the game alive. They're keeping it new and keeping it fresh and keeping it so that it doesn't stay, you know, a four year old game, a ten year old right. game. And you got to remember, game. like, like the uh, the uh, next best competitive first person shooter is um, 
Rainbow, uh, not not uh, CS:GO, and CS:GO is freaking like, geez, how old is freaking that game? You know, old, freaking really old. so old. I can't. They just, Go ahead. Did they just make it free not too long ago? Did they? Yeah, I think they made the, the whatever their base game free now. Interesting. For CS:GO. Yeah. Well, I which might, I uh, feel like that's a. I don't know. I think because it's such an older game now, I think they're at that stage where it's like, you know what? See if we can get whatever few are out there that want to try this game that maybe haven't yet type of deal. So Right. Well, I'm, I mean, really, I, I see a future in which Rainbow Six Siege takes over as the number one uh, competitive first-person shooter out there. I think it's good enough. I think they, they're put, they're I think it's their intention to, at the very least, be a, you know a very serious contender. And and remember, this game was dead on arrival. You know what I'm saying? This game was like, oh, this it's it's a wrap. You know, nice try. Uh, better luck next time. And they refused to give up on it. They freaking they uh, the really this is going to be one for the books <laughs> as far as how to deal with the game post launch and uh, and and address issues quickly. And make it a success, you know, because they've Agreed. definitely done that. Well, cool, man. I'm glad you had so much fun with uh, with the new stuff. That shows us that they're still pretty in touch with uh, with their with their their player base, and and they're still keeping it fresh without going too far. Uh, Absolutely that's exciting. What about you, then? Let's let's move on. Uh, well, I mean, I I suffered from single game syndrome this week too, <laughs> uh, but I was playing, I was playing destiny Two, the forsaken expansion, which dropped on Tuesday. Uh, mm. actually, I actually, for the first time ever, I actually took work off to play this game. Really? Uh, I was, I was very excited well, because, um, when destiny came out <laughs> in, Oh, don't get me started. When destiny came out last year, I think it was what's late September, mid September, October, somewhere in there. Um, I played the heck out of it. I played like 200 hours of it in a month, which I don't do with games very often. Like I went really hard at it. But then you get to that point in Destiny where you've seen all the content and you've run through it two or three times with, you know, one, once for each of your your characters. And uh, I just, I hit the wall and I'm like, all right, cool. Like I I finished, I, I'm, I'm done. Uh, and I'll wait for the expansions to come out. Uh, and that happens to more, I mean, that's that's not unique to me. That happens to a lot of people. Uh, but I, uh, with Destiny's history of expansions, I decided to be very patient and cautious with the expansions. And so Curse of Osiris came out in January of this year, February, I think it was January. Uh, and it was, uh, I think it was $25 and it was not $25 worth of stuff. It was, it was five or six campaign missions and one very small patrol area, like very small, a fraction of the size of all the others. And so I was like, cool, I don't have to get this one right now. I'll just wait. Uh, and as you guys know, with Destiny, like you have to have the latest expansion in order to experience uh, even some of the content that you had access to before. Because Destiny is notorious for barring off old content behind new DLC walls, which is a bummer. But... Yeah. Uh, at the same time, in that same vein, like I was playing Siege at that point, I really didn't have any desire. I wasn't too worried about it because I was playing Siege like every day. I was I was playing Siege in Fortnite pretty much every day of the week. 
So I waited, and uh, the next expansion uh, came out in May. That was Warmind, and Warmind was a lot deeper. It had it had the same kind of few campaign missions, but it was a much larger patrol area. It had lots of activities. They changed a lot of uh, things about the game. They added a lot of, of mechanics, not just in gameplay, but in the HUD and how you make guns work and masterworks. And they, they added tons of stuff, lots of stuff for you to do post finishing the campaign. So it was definitely a huge step in the right direction. Uh, but again, it was it was 25 or 30 bucks. I didn't really feel like I needed to spend. At that point, I was I was balls deep into war, uh, Warframe. And so I was like, well, I don't need to play Destiny because I'm playing Warframe like every day of the week and it's the best game of all time. Uh, you know, like, you, you know that feeling. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, <laughs> totally. yeah, so I, so I waited. And then finally, I think it was in July, uh, both Warmind and Curse of Osiris uh, came in a bundle and that bundle was only 20 bucks. So I was getting them for less than half off for both of them at the same time. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. with Forsaken coming out, we, we knew there was the big year one patch coming in September. So with that coming out, I'm going to need to be at max level to, to get into it. And in order to be at max level, you need to have the expansions. And so uh, I'm, I'm going to want to play that. So let's jump back in and, and do this. And so I, I I bought the pack and over you know July August I've been playing the heck out of Destiny because it's been a really good time kind of having all the mechanics in place from both of the expansions. Uh, there's a lot of new stuff to do, uh, and then uh, Forsaken came out this week and it's enormous. There's so much stuff to do. Uh, there's so many different things to see. I haven't even unlocked nearly all of it. There's new PvP modes. Uh, there's tons of new gear and weapons. There's a huge bump in, in light and level cap. Uh, man, it's it's a lot of fun. Now, is it the, we could compare it to other games that have like free post-launch DLC. Uh, you know, Siege is a good example of that. You can pay to have it now. You can wait to have it later. Um, or you can like use in-game currency to unlock you know pieces of it. Destiny didn't like that. You you pay money. Uh, right. and, and a part of me is okay with that. A part of me is a little sad, but... Uh, you know, at the same time, I, I jumped right in, bought the DLC. I'm having an, an absolute blast. It's so much fun. How so much, much was this this most recent one? Is it always a flat twenty five? At no, at this launch? one was this one was bigger. This one was forty bucks. So uh, it was it was much. Uh, so it's two things. It was more expensive than the standard expansion. It is also significantly larger than the average expansion. Um, so if we, if we compare it to Warmind, Warmind was, was one patrol area with five missions, uh, and a raid layer, uh, a raid layer is basically like a, a slightly shortened version of a raid. They're still, they're, they're still pretty big and they still can take hours to finish, but they're just not quite as long as like a full quote unquote raid. Uh, and then also Warmind came with escalation protocol, which is kind of like a horde mode. Uh, with a lot of very intricate mechanics that I don't even understand yet. Uh, so there was a lot to Warmind. Um, but with this one, there's... Um, oh, what do they call it? The uh, the Twisted Shores? The Tainted Shores? The Tethered Shores? Anyway. No clue. <laughs> uh, there's the Reef, which is the kind of the overarching name of that part of the solar system. Oh. Uh, tethered... No, no, it's not Tethered. I don't know. Uh, but it's this, it's a really large patrol area, and then there is another area, like an entirely separate area called the Dreaming City, where they're calling it an end game area. Uh, in that 
that's where the raid will be. But then it's also a constantly shifting and constantly uh, evolving area. So like you have access to certain parts of it one week, but then you don't have access to those part the next week, because now, you know, the, the quote unquote, the fog has moved. And so now you can see this part this week, but not the other part. Uh, and so I haven't, I haven't unlocked that area yet. I'm currently doing the quest to unlock it. And it just takes a little bit of time because I just finished the main forsaken quest yesterday. Uh, and it was outstanding. Uh, destiny has always struggled with story and this was a great story of, of redemption and revenge. And it was, it was really, really good. So I was very happy with that. So Ty in the, on the, on the micro, on the Microsoft store, is that the, the $99 package? Is that what you're getting? Like everything, all the expansions, the game, I think the 99 is is everything. Uh, I, I think that's the legendary i'm not sure what there's there's so many different names there's like legendary pack complete pack super duper pack awesome pack uh there's all these different ones um the base forsaken is 40 dollars. forsaken plus what they're calling the annual pass which is you know the the uh, season pass or the year-long pass Mm -hmm. uh that's 60 bucks okay uh i think i think 80 dollars gets you everything that has come up until now so uh destiny 2 and the curse of osiris and warmind and forsaken and then i think a hundred dollars gets you everything that has been and everything that will be for the next year there's yeah. a lot of different options see i bought the i bought the it was like 19 dollars 80 for the destiny 2 and the two expansions that yeah came. dude that was the best deal in gaming like a month ago <laughs> And I couldn't, I just couldn't, I mean, I'm not a big destiny guy or anything like that, but I really couldn't pass it up. And I'm like, my son plays it and he was like, yo, there you go. Yeah. He, and you know, my son's all in, like he's, he's got everything already. Like, you know, he's got the, the, all the season passes and bought the biggest you could get because he's, he loves it. And, um, you know, he's like, yo, you got to play, you got to play it. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right, I'll get it. And it's, uh, kind of just been chilling on the backlog just because I've been working on other stuff, but yeah, I mean, it's not going anywhere. Uh, but I mean, uh, objectively, Destiny is an outstanding shooter. Now we could talk about the ethics of of releasing content the way that they do, but for for just straight like gunplay and and looting and uh, experiencing interesting content and campaigns and raids and mechanics, Destiny's outstanding. Uh, so I I've been I've been really really having fun with this expansion, and there's still so much more of it for me to experience. Like I haven't seen it all yet. Uh, and it's just it's very exciting right on i i will yeah. say like I, I have been watching you um i don't know was it i don't even know if it was yesterday it probably was you yesterday. In a couple days well i know that that uh i've seen you play like and i'm always dropping in a lurk on on your stream but i think yesterday mm-hmm. in particular was a lot of story stuff going on and i wasn't mm-hmm. i wasn't fully there but i was i was looking i was working on uh on some things on the website and then i heard you like like screaming you know you're like what the heck right and i'm like what i turned my head i i switched tabs and i'm like yeah what i saw some stuff going on i don't want to give away any spoilers but it, it did look like like there were some some interesting things going on as far as story and that that i i i like you know what i'm saying to me without going into my whole why I hate Destiny thing, but to me that, that was a severe, a severe thing that was lacking 
on on the first one. You know how they dealt with with cutscenes and or the lack of cutscenes, which really broke up the flow and and it didn't really have to me the core game that much bite to it. You know what I'm saying as far as ca- campaign and story and narrative, all that fun stuff. No, I but. I agree with you, and that's been a that's been a big public issue, right? I mean, Destiny's fun to play, but I got no friggin' idea what's going on. Like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Who's <laughs> right. this person? Who are all these names? Uh, and it's really hard to keep track of. You know, for sure, I get you. Uh, and so that's that was one of the big emphases emphases of of this expansion was to give you a reason to push forward, give you context, give you a reason to care. And they nailed it, man. I mean, there's there's cutscenes. E- either before or after or both for every one of the missions to get you to understand who you are, what's your purpose, why are you doing what you're doing? I mean, it was obviously advertised as a part of the release that Cade was going to die as, as a part of this expansion. So that's no real spoiler. And so this is a, a uh, uh, I'd call it a Western because that's where all the, uh, that's where all the advertising was, but the game itself didn't feel very Western to me when I was playing it. But anyway, it's it's a Western story of revenge, and it was really good. And there's huge, huge changes and things that happen throughout the story. Uh, I'm not even going to tell you, I and mean, I'm not even going to get started on on where they are. But very interesting. <laughs> it did not go where I expected it to go, and I'm I'm still hooked, still freaking locked in. I I think awesome. I think there's going to be an interesting. An interesting conversation as to as to how Destiny One tried to uh, give the cutscenes because because the, the from what I see Destiny One had these more of an interactive cutscene type experience but that didn't work you know you, you, information ended up being told to you via the little uh, robot right. But the a, a lot of times, a lot of times, there's still action going on and explosions and 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 gunfights. And he's like, "Oh, by the way, I'm gonna start telling you what you're actually doing." Uh, and but you 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 have no time to listen to this dude. And then by the time the gunfight is actually done, he's done explaining what's going on. And uh, right. and but and then they're like, "Oh, wait a minute!" But all you have to do. Is go to the. Uh, I, t- I I said I wouldn't get into this, right? Why I hate Destiny. But well, but I won't go deep in. But they the the core story, uh-huh. the cutscenes were just they didn't flow proper. Destiny Two had legitimate cutscenes, from what I can see. That's a huge, huge uh, difference. Because I'm a, I'm a dude that wants to put down the controller for a bit, sit back, and just watch like what is going on. They can control the pacing, control what it is you're looking at, because because it's a full full on cinematic, you know. When they're giving important tidbits of information and and you're off still fighting something, like you lose control of of that. So I, I, I yeah, like like thematically, it just seems to work better when you, like you know game developers. If you're listening, I know you're listening. Don't get rid of the classic. <laughs> don't get rid of the classic cutscene. We need them. Um, we need them. So the, there's the you're right and you're wrong. Uh, well, in my opinion. But so so it. Destiny One had a ton of lore to it and it had a bunch of 
information to it. Some of it came from the bot uh, who was first voiced by Peter Dinklage and then they moved on to Nolan North because they thought it would make a difference, but it didn't. Uh, but the the problem was is that in Destiny 1, they were they were feeding you lore, but they were feeding it to you online. You had to you you would right. play the game and gain the access cards, to right. what are called grimoire cards. Yeah, but right. then you they wouldn't be in the game. You'd have to go to bungie.com or grimoire.com or whatever it was. And then you'd have to read up on your lore that way once you've unlocked these things. And it was so unintuitive for you to figure but, out what was going on because you, you were getting it from two different places. Did they ever uh, explain what happened at, over there at Bungie <laughs> that that even became a thing? Like, I, that that clearly wasn't their go-to option. I don't know, man. I, uh, I, think, I think games are just trying to do it in different ways and trying to yeah, trying to feel unique. out the waters. when it, Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, I mean, but, if you look at what Overwatch has done, Overwatch has no campaign, no, no anything like that. But they do a, such a good job with, like, their comic books and their little the little shorts that they put out, like the little animated shorts on each character every so often, they just throw one out and you're like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Um, I think, you know, there's right ways in doing that whole lore business. I mean, some people like to put it in the game and, and make sure, it sure. like one flowing piece. Other people feel like, well, you know what? At the end of the day, they just want to shoot stuff. So we're just going to put the story over here. And if they really want to know about it, they'll go over there anyway. So, I don't know. Oh. There's different ways of doing it, I guess. But yeah, there's a right way well, and a wrong way. That's what. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it's whatever's comfortable. You know what I mean? I guess. I don't know. I, I prefer the lore to be within the game. Of, to, of course you do. At, Everybody you does. Know, we don't. We don't go. Uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me take a sip of my coffee. Hold on. Let, let me. Think. <laughs> I gotta calm down. I gotta calm down. But what what I'm saying is is like you know like 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 Overwatch. Okay. Like you play the game, and if you really want to know what's going on with these characters or why they say the things that they do. They give you an outlet to go fetch those things uh, to basically find out more, you know. That's fine. Um, or That's or fine, like a, some RPGs, you know, story. it's like a library of collecting, like, you know what I mean? You collect yeah. things throughout the game yeah. and it stores it all in your little gallery. And then whenever you feel like I want a little, I want a little bit more info on what's going on you can go in there and look at it and read the tablets or whatever's in there destiny one didn't even do that though tie fighter correct me if i'm wrong they did not do that right they didn't have a lore book in the game you had to go to the website to do that it was completely off of the game which is ludicrous no it was it was away from the game now i will say that uh they are now releasing an actual book of grimoire information from the Destiny universe, like a physical page-turning book. I think that's uh, smart. And that looks kind of interesting. Uh, it's really pretty, and it's really well done. Yeah. Now, with Destiny 2, they have changed it. They have made it more accessible to read the read stuff in the game. So we can't get too mad because they, I guess they figured it out, and now that's right. available. And It's actually part of their, their triumph system. I can't believe Bungie made that mistake, though. Bungie, Dude, the makers they, of Halo. A lot of, lot of mistakes. A lot of mistakes. Uh, you know, trying to but it's be okay. a trendsetter. But, well, uh, again, but, uh, again, I'm going to keep falling back on this. I have a hard time being too mad because I have so much fun playing the game. Right? So uh, we, we, can, we can critique their decisions for lore and their decisions for releasing content. 
but I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play the happy little naive kid here and say, like, <laughs> you know, I'm throwing a lot of that out the window just because right. I, I have spent so much time in this universe now and put so many hours into the game because it's so much freaking fun to play. Uh, and so when people ask me, you know, oh, I've heard Destiny sucks and this game isn't worth it, I'm like, well, man, I've got nearly 500 hours in this game, and I know a ton of people who have hundreds, if not thousands, more. And if that's not a testament to game quality, sure, there's issues with design. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But like, in the end, the core of of what makes a game worth playing is here. It's you know, it's worth being a part of. And if you care enough about it to get mad about design issues like that, then the game has done something right. Because we we want it to be even greater, we want it to be the best. Uh, but if it's it's already very very good, and so um, yeah, let's, let's, I'll debate with you all day on 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 or I'll agree with you all day on on some of the design choices. But right, right, right. Uh, gameplay wise, it's it's really just out. Well, I mean, they they've always done good on on the gameplay. The actual mechanics, yeah, are are yeah. good. I I I I I guess for me. I just see like potential for it to be really what it what it wanted to be, what it tried to be, right? I think it's it's still as good as as or as all the improvements that they've made. That I don't, I still don't think they're actually meeting the promise of what they what they said Destiny One would be. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because what it was the, like with that. Go ahead. I'm sorry, man. I, I think with that though, you when you when I, I think because everybody's gaming appetite is totally different. You know, you have the people that are really hardcore that are going to chew through the game and lickety split. You know what I mean? And then you have the other guys that are more pacing themselves a little bit, maybe well, play right. other games, and they're jumping back and forth. And so I think it's just because it's such a wide frame of of who you're trying to satisfy. You know, there's no way to make everybody happy on it. You got Ty that's putting in a lot of hours in it. You know, obviously he enjoys it. Uh, whereas somebody who's maybe not put enough time in it, you know, wasn't satisfied enough, or they got to a certain plateau and were like, ah, eh, you know, that's uh, that's not enough for me. I need more, you know. And right. I think because of those different appetites like that, people are going to have a wide variety of opinion on, you know, did they do it right or did they do it wrong? You know, right, right, right. Oh well, oh well. I think you know what. Um, I think I think that I am gonna go out. Tie fighter and I joked about uh, about uh, like I should write for the uh, for a blog post on the website of what why I hate Destiny, right? And it's not that I hate Destiny, but I have strong opinions, right, <laughs> on on right, Destiny, right. and. Uh, and then Tie Fighter would 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 give the opposite view. I think that's actually a good idea. I just gotta commit to to putting that on paper. I I I wish I saved like I sat there when we first came up with this idea, and I sent him like a mock first paragraph, and it was actually kind of a heater. It, it was, was hilarious. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like super over the top dramatic of how I was like clenching onto the toilet bowl and vomiting into it. It was like, <laughs> oh, I, I just I just beat Destiny. <laughs> something something along those lines, you know. Um, yeah. Well, but but you know, it's it's but anyway, a game. That's all I got. It's it's that's a good all game. I've been 
and and uh, I like watching you play it. I gotta say that. Yeah. I got I like watching you play it. So for those who are who are sitting here wondering, like, oh well, you've gone back and forth and you've done this and that, but tell me, is it worth it? Because that's how everyone everyone asks, is right. it worth it? If you're new and you have not yet played it, and you're sitting there in front of your Xbox store with uh, the question, should I spend $100 on buying everything that's currently available for Destiny 2? Maybe wait. Maybe hold on, because 100% chance uh, Destiny 2 and all the content will go on sale either on Black Friday or probably maybe even right. the spring sale. Uh, and you can get access to all the content that I currently have at, at maybe even half price. Uh, yeah. I would expect to see the full package for 60 bucks at some point in the not-so-deep future. Um, yeah, and ho- ho- holidays are right around the corner. Yeah, Holidays yeah. around the corner. It's definitely going on sale. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, mean, I picked, it up, I picked the, the game and the two expansions up for under $20. Yeah. Well, Which I mean, that was one. huge. Uh, that, that I, exactly I, I even let that like one slide. You know. Yeah, I couldn't pass that one. Um, that but yeah, and, and so it'll always be on sale. The people who jump in first always pay the most. So if you want to just hold on and and you know play Spider-Man or something this week, like that's totally okay. Because uh, Destiny will be there and it'll be there for cheap relatively soon. And then the answer to the question will be 100% yes, it's worth it. Because on sale there is an enormous amount of content. So uh, I, I'd say, uh, yeah, do it, but maybe hold on until it's on sale and then go big. That's right. Word. Go big. Word. <laughs> so what about you, Buddha? What the hell have you been playing? Oh, man. Talking about going big. Going big. So uh, I did a few things. I uh, I went ahead and polished off a couple games off the backlog. Um, 100%ed all my achievements on it, so I got to say goodbye to... Uh, uh, Party Hard and uh, Black Mirror, both those games. Uh, Black Mirror is a game. Black, there, it's not the, it's not anything to do with the TV show. This is a game. It's a, it's not a survival horror game. It's more of a narrative, puzzly um, horror game that came out. I don't know, maybe last year or so. I can't remember exactly when, but uh, it's been sitting in my backlog for a hot minute. Um, it was a, it was originally a PC game, uh, that they ported over. And so the camera's a little bit wonky on it. Uh, but the story is very interesting. The graphics, uh, I mean, I think I posted a couple pics on uh, Twitter of, uh, the old man, which I think is the best looking character in that whole game. Um, and he wins my creepy old man award, Nice, but, um, but it, it was a cool little game. Um, you know, like I said, uh, it was made for it, it. You could tell that it was built more for a PC, uh, not for somebody with a controller, because like I said, the camera is a little wonky on it. But overall, it was a fun little game and I was happy to finally finish it. Um, Party Hard was a is a great game. Party Hard um, looks freaking fun. I, I, I watched you play that. <laughs> That looks really good. Yeah. That's the one. Oh yeah. wait, 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 wait. Party Hard is uh, is the one where you are like playing a cleanup man, right? Like in in the party, you're like taking people out. Or is that? Or am I well, thinking of two different games? You're, you're you're thinking of two different games. Now the game that you're talking about, where you're basically cleaning up after like the mob has done their work, type of thing. Uh, that's serial cleaner. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, and then the. Um, the party hard is basically a game where you're you're a guy that's uh, basically it starts off really simple. You're a guy that's just really upset that these college kids are having this 
blaring, blasting party, <laughs> and you decide enough's enough, and you're just gonna kill them. You're just gonna no kill way. people. Is that the story? Yeah, that's the story. That's how it starts, and that's then you basically, actually... and so you systematically on the board, like you know, he has all these partiers and everything. So you're systematically trying to kill everybody at this party <laughs> without getting caught. <laughs> so you're, so you're, and it's something. It's simple. Like it's, it's, it's like there's like traps that are on the board that you can set off, like blow people up. There's, uh, you, you just stab people and they die, and then you can like pick up the body and like dispose the body before anybody sees it, so the cops don't get called. There's all kinds of little things on it. It's a, it's actually a really fun little game. The music's really good. Um, it's got this whole like techno '80s vibe thing going on with it. Um, it's got a little Herbie Hancock in there. It's a, it's, it's a fun little game. It's a fun little game. But I finally, some of the achievements on there were super like. Normally, I don't go after those kind of achievements, but I was just like, nah, I'm going after this because it was a good game, and I was like, I'm going after these ones. Um, but I finally got to finish that off. Um, so I was happy to see that go. Um, and then I played, uh, I played a game called get even it's on sale right now. Um, $7 and 50 cents in the store if anybody's interested, but, uh, that's an interesting game. It's like a first person shooter, but it's like, a, I don't know, kind of like a thriller. Like, it's kind of weird. You, you're on a mission and, uh, you wake up, um, kind of not understanding what's going on and then you realize you got this weird apparatus on your head and you got some guy that's like talking to you from like these random tv screens it's uh where do you find these i i'm a i'm a i'm an indie game guy I, well, like I what's like, your uh, so like what it's not like you like do you just go in the store and go to the indie section because like uh, my, my news comes from like the main outlets of what's coming up and it's obviously kind of caught up in the hype of the big triple a games and uh, I feel like I'm very up to date on those, but like, I've never heard of like half the things you talk about. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I, I yeah, don't know it, where you're like, where, where do you hear about these? Um, a lot of it is, uh, a lot of it is through Twitter. Um, and then it's kind of like, uh, whenever I'm looking at different developers and stuff, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like watching YouTube videos. You, know, you just keep going farther and farther and farther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Like, and like, and I end up doing that with Twitter a lot of times where I'll have a game um like uh like black mirror you know and i'll and i'll play black mirror and i'll be like man this is really cool uh who made this game who are you know what i mean and i'll and i'll i'll start getting into it and you know i'll be like oh king king king's arts games okay well then i'll go and look at that and or and then it'll just it'll lead me to other people um and not necessarily like the developers but like uh, the devs themselves their own like little private twitter and i'll just kind of i don't know i just kind of end up surfing around and then i'll hear about games and then I'll be like, oh, that's really cool. Let me add that to my little, I've got like a little, um, like a, basically like an email address that's devoted to nothing but different publishers and developers and stuff like that. And that all comes through there. So anytime they do something, you know, you get that little email notification like, oh yeah, we're working on this. What do you guys think? You want to sign up for the beta, blah, blah, blah. And I, and that's where I go checking out different games and whatnot. And, um, and then, you know, also I surf sales a lot. So when I'm surfing the sales, like I might have an eye on a game, like it even was a game that came out, you know, months ago, um, full price. And I was kind of, eh, that looks kind of interesting. Watch the trailers and all that good stuff. And then I was kind of like, ah, you know, I'll keep that on the back burner because I'm sure it'll go on a sale. And uh, sure enough, it went on a really big sale because I think normally it's like a $30 game. Um, but, you know, they knocked enough off of it to get in my, my budget range um and that seven dollars and fifty cents was too good to pass up 
So I went ahead and uh, scooped it up. Um, same thing with Party Hard. Um, I think that's from Tiny Build. And I, uh, I just happened to be cruising on their Twitter and seeing about this game. And I went and uh, watched a trailer on it. And I was like, yo, this is actually kind of funny. Like, this is something that I would play. And it was, it was cheap. It wasn't very expensive. And I jumped on that. And uh, I really enjoyed it. So I, I tend to stay away. Like, I don't really do much of the AAA titling stuff until it comes, like, on sale. You know, so... You know, I, I try to stay within a certain budget for my gaming, and uh, a lot of times those those little super publisher sales, and um, you know, or like like lately, I've been getting really lucky, and, and stuff has been dropping into Game Pass. Um, so yeah, that's, Game Pass yeah. it keeps on coming up, freaking uh, like strong. Big, yeah, even even with the little indies, strong. there's a lot of really great things that drop in there. But uh, but yeah. So after that, after uh, and I streamed Get Even. So that's that's on the VOD if anybody wants to check that out. Uh, and then I uh, I went ahead and logged into PUBG because uh, I wanted to get my achievements. I wanted to see what would pop. So four of my achievements popped on it as soon as I logged in. So I was like, all right, cool. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I used to be decent at this game. Right, let me go in here <laughs> and uh, let me go in here and represent a little bit. Let me see if the uh, the old guy still got it. And nope, I don't got it. I don't have it at all. <laughs> I uh, I was horrible. I mean, like, and I was, I was I was a little frustrated with myself because I was like, gosh, like I used to be decent. Like you know, I wasn't ever like this this destroyer out there or nothing. But I was decent. You know, I get top ten, no problem. You know, easy peasy. No man, no, I can barely crack thirty, man. At this point, um, and I played it. Uh, I played several rounds, and I was like, you know, if I can just get if I can just get one kill. I would be happy. I would be happy. And I could just, you know, I could come back at a later time when I'm more mentally prepared. And no, I couldn't even get the one kill. I killed myself many a times. Like anytime I got on a motorcycle, um, I was death on wheels. Like nobody had to shoot me. I was going to do myself in. Um, no problem. Apparently I just can't drive. Um, I couldn't figure out. <laughs> I couldn't remember my inventory. Like I was like, Oh my gosh, like I need, like I'd sit there like way too long looking at inventory. I couldn't remember what, bullets went to what gun and and i just all the stuff that i had like down pat like i used to be to just walk up on a pile of stuff and be like yeah this is what i need that's what i need or no i don't need that stuff and and move on now i'm like looking at every pile like do i need those pair of pants wait a minute do i need this helmet i already have a helmet do i need the helmet oh no no i already that's the same helmet i'm looking at oh no okay so it was just a it was a hot mess express but um but i mean you know uh, i'll be uh practicing up a little bit more on it as soon as i get a feel for what guns do what and what guns i like and what i don't like and it's just a matter of a we should we we should uh um get going like i don't know if if i can swing a game with you buddha but at the very least i know i can swing some games with you uh ty because we go closer to the same the mm-hmm. same time i would love to jump in on some PUBG again it's been a long long time does it run least, better i mean I, I mean i don't know it's been it's been a long time since i mean i didn't crash i didn't uh i didn't lag out or none of that stuff none of those kind of problems i didn't run across any of that to be honest so. i've had like in my history with the game i've had less trouble with with getting kicked as as i've had with just the negative experience of playing a game that runs at 20 frames a second I don't know. I mean, I couldn't tell any. Okay. 
I, I, you know, it didn't, the, 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 my problem wasn't, uh, any of those kind of like issues or anything. I mean, granted, I know like sometimes the rendering takes a little bit, like it moves a little bit slower. So sometimes like when you would drop down a lot of times, you know, the, the buildings wouldn't be, um, finished forming yet by the time you would land. And I think that might've happened to me once. Okay. Um, but, uh, they give you for, for when you log in, they give you this new, um, like Xbox jumpsuit that you can rock and they give you a new, uh, parachute that says like, it's kind of cool. Like when you, when you pop your chute, it's like a big green, um, parachute that says Xbox uh, one on it. So it's kind of oh, nice. Yeah. It was a nice little, nice little, here you go. Thanks for rocking it on Xbox type of thing. But, um, but like I said, I just, I was just really horrible, <laughs> really horrible at, uh, at, uh, dealing the damage. Um, and I just gotta get, I just gotta get my controller scheme better and, um, get used to playing it and again, get used to, uh, cause that was a lot, a lot of my problem is that I'm so not used to looking at the map like I used to and like, uh, when people are moving around in front of me, like trying to be sneaky, I used to pick up on that really quick. And I noticed that I wasn't picking because you can set it to where like where you can DVR it to your like, uh, so when your gameplay, so when you die, it'll automatically record the clip. So that way you can go back and look at it and be like, Oh, that's where that guy was. Or, mm. you know what I mean? Like, you know, so you can see it now. Um, so I was just kind of, I was doing a lot of that and be like, Oh, well, I, 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 you know, like I'd get shot and I'd be like, what? He shot me through the wall. No, no, he didn't shoot you through the wall. He was right in front of you the whole time. <laughs> he just didn't see it because I watched, I watched the replay and that I'd be like, furious. And I was like, oh, there he is. Damn it. I can't believe I didn't see that. Like, darn it. Like he was right there. But, you know, it's just a, it's just a matter of getting used to playing, you know. Uh, right, right. That, you know what I mean? So, Battle Royale. We got to love it. Yeah. But, uh, and then after that, I played. Uh, I pl- I did play a little bit of Battlefield Five. I, I downloaded the demo and played a little bit of it. Got a little excited because I thought I saw Tie Fighter on there. Um, but then I was like, No, I'm too tired. I can't do this. I, you know, I can't. I was saying this to you earlier. Like, I Battle uh, Battlefield is a game that I have enjoyed thoroughly. Um, I I picked up Battlefield Three was my first Battlefield, and I I loved it. Battlefield Four. Uh, was was good. Um, I skipped Hardline, but so did the rest of uh, gaming. Uh, and uh, then Battlefield One, which was which was pretty good, but I, I'm not as fun as Four or Three. And I'm looking at Battlefield Five now, and uh, I just I'm, I'm I just I can't I didn't even get enough hype to even care about downloading the beta, which is which to me says I don't I don't know if I'm even going to be picking this up like I'm I'm I don't know I don't know there's just something I'm just not excited about it. Well, we okay. talked about this last or two weeks ago that the uh, pre-orders for that game are are way down, uh, and I think you said that you were still excited about it back then, uh, but we had a, a good conversation about you know what what's causing this lack. Of hype for this game, you know, you're not the only one. There's obviously millions of people who are not quite as hyped as they were well, last time we had a battlefield. I mean, I can I can speak for myself. Like when 
the the way the way the developer handles its uh, criticism to, to me is uh it it matters right and uh and when when you see the the initial trailer looked pretty pretty good pretty interesting but then i i was one that definitely had questions and re- reservations of like what this is supposed to be World War II. It, it doesn't look like it, like anything that, uh, that, uh, like it l- looks like a complete separation from from what you would imagine World War II to be in in reality, right? Uh, and not that games are are are, <clears throat> uh, you know, completely historically accurate because we know they're freaking video games you know what i'm saying but they've always yep. held held themselves within a specific standard and then they specifically go out there and say the most accurate ever and then they come out with with stuff that is clearly not accurate and they didn't they didn't frame it now we've had i don't i don't i don't know if we've had this conversation on podcast but we've definitely had this conversation on stream where some of the questions are valid, all right? So, example, there were no real females in the front line on the British side, on the on the American uh, side. It just it just didn't happen. Not on the front line, and they they definitely weren't uh, injured, right? So th- so that's just something that we know is was not was not true now there, there well, this were was a, that was that particular criticism was addressed i don't know if you saw that well so they 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 did say that the female character i believe it's the same character correct me if i'm wrong was part of the resistance and this is one of the things that we talked about as saying like yes there were females in in World War Two, there was there was some in the resistance, resistance fighters, which is which is different. Uh, and also, the Russians had had like whole squadrons of, of women, women snipers, and everything. So if they had those stories around around that, the stories would make sense. And from my understanding, the female lead is in fact uh, a, a part of the resistance. Which is cool, right? So not not part of a proper military. So she's right. not in the British military, not in the American military. They're part of a a un uh, unaffiliated faction of people who are just fighting against the 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 powers that be. And so, uh, and this yeah, th- this is historically accurate because that did happen. Right. That and there happen. were females. whether whether there were right. women as a part of that those resistances, whether those women still felt the need to fight uh with a prosthetic hand like well that I, didn't happen that's know. pure purely uh, fictional right but uh anyway so uh, i don't but, know you're right they shouldn't say it's like 100 percent historically accurate and then and then do something like that well, the other well, part of well that's like, not even ah! that's not even the thing that's not even the thing because there there were their customer base posed legitimate questions these are legitimate questions that were posed. And then it was turned around and said, hey, if you're questioning what we're doing, you're ignorant. Don't buy our game. <laughs> and right? you know what? I agree. And I'm, I agree. They are ignorant. They're, 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 not, they're not too bright. 
because I'm seeing like some of the reviews and stuff they say, and it's like at the end of the day, it's a game, guys. It's a game. I I so I, I, I totally I could not what, disagree I mean, with you more because when the initial conversation was not about social justice warriors, it was not about. You know, but that's all you uh, see we hate women. It wasn't. It wasn't about that. They were legitimate. That's all you see. Well, you see why? Now. Why? Well, I don't know. Why? Are, I'll tell why you why. I'll posting, tell you why. Because if you their, if there's legitimate you know, questions being posed, and the first thing that you're told is, "Oh, you're you're ignorant. Check your privilege." You know, you're probably just some uh, some angry white folks. Well, what's going to happen? You've 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 denigrated the level of conversation to such that there can be no legitimate conversation. Yeah, That's the way Gamers I see suck it. As it is. Gamers suck as it is. I mean, no matter what, they were going to nitpick it because it has to do with EA dice. So they were already they were already down a peg. And there's um, there's a way to know, handle it. I don't think there's legitimate questions uh, to EA it, saying that somebody's uneducated when I don't feel like I'm uneducated. Like, I'm like, OK, well, you know what? I don't have any problems with the game. It's the people that that are jumping up and down saying I am educated. I think those are the ones that are actually are the uh, the, the problem. Those guys aren't educated because it's a game, guys. It's a freaking game. Well, and uh, the, the, you know the, what? If we can problem, fly to different planets, we can have prosthetic arms. At the end of the day, a good game is a good game. And it's the same thing with Star Wars. It's a good game. You didn't like loot boxes. I get it. Okay, cool. You were so uh, hurt that the you know that there was a five percent chance that that guy could have killed you with his grenade or whatever. Yet he shot you in the face when you died. But you're salty. You know what I mean? It's the same thing to me. It's like it's a game, historically accurate. I'm not too concerned about that because guess what? I'm not running around on the map going, oh my gosh, that is not the kind of. Uh, concrete that they used to make this wall back in whatever like i'm not concerned about that i'm concerned about is this fun am i you know like like i played the beta and it was like yeah this is what i expected it to be like i didn't play any of the other battlefields i, I jumped the first battle well i played uh bad company i played bad company uh way back in the day and then i didn't really mess with a, a battlefield until battlefield one and I really like Battlefield 1. I'm like, man, this is really great. Everything looks great. I was not concerned about like what error it was or whether or not there was uh, you know, uh, women in it or what kind of gun it was. Like it felt like an old gun to me. I'm no gun expert, you know. I'm like, okay, well, you know, it feels like an old timey gun. Just like when I play something like uh, you know, like Destiny 2. If I'm playing with some kind of weird laser rifle, I'm not questioning whether or not whether that's practical or not or or anything like that. All, all I want to know is, is this going to fit my game style? Like me shooting this gun, is this is this fun for me? No, I don't like this gun. I need to find something different. You know. But we got I, we have to remember though. There's different. There's different types of gamers. There's different types of of a fan base. And with with Battlefield, a big chunk of of its core fan base are people that really liked Battlefield. For it being the the um the more historically accurate of the bunch that and why why else would they go up there and say we are the most this is the most historically accurate uh, uh battlefield to date why would they say anything close to that 
because that matters to their consumer. And then when they do that question, of which they're obviously trying to placate, has questions, go around and say, oh, well, you're clearly ignorant. That's just that's just this mishandling the entire the entire thing. There's legitimate questions that could have been addressed in a better way. And right. I'm saying, and I think Benny's so. trying to say it doesn't matter if it, it, it whether it's right or wrong isn't what the problem is. It's how it's how EA is treating their people. Right. I, I, of it's, which I, I'm saying the they've is. they've treated them, their core consumers, in like poorly. Wrong. I you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but these so are the right. same people that whine and cry about everything. I mean, gosh. I mean, you know what I mean. Like it's like God. Oh, like let's give them all some tissue here. Like you know. I don't feel bad for any of these people anymore. Like I don't feel bad for gamers that complain about games because it, uh, you know, I understand if you play the game, and you don't like it and you have reasons for not liking it, but like the games, you know what I mean? The game's not out. It's just in a demo form right now. Um, and they're only there are need some cheese for the wine. And it's like, yo, I don't have any mercy on any gamers that whine and cry about stuff. Anymore. But see, I, really I, I, I was, was in, the uh the whole the whole the whole uh thing from the beginning and i had the same questions the same concerns from looking at at at, at the initial video why, why? because i'm because i said oh this is supposed to this is supposed to be the the most historically accurate like i take that as 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 a developer promise and okay. they well and, battlefield uh, one had women in it too i mean is that a problem no because they they the dealt with it, they dealt with it in, in 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 a fine way. Lots of games have women in it. That's not a problem. There's all kinds of games that that have women that nobody cares about. Nobody kicks up a fuss. The question is, mm -hmm. the question is, who well, who, who is this character and and what position are, are they in? Because are they in the front lines? Are they part of the uh, a proper military unit? Those are legitimate questions. And instead yeah. of of answering those questions with with the yeah you know with, there were there were different uh, resistance fighters uh, and, uh, and whatnot and and we will explain more of that in the future right or don't even say anything and just says listen we understand your concerns but trust us. We're gonna have more information down the line that we believe will will satisfy you. If they just handled it with uh, as if, with a little bit of respect towards their towards their consumers, I feel it would have been different. I understand what you're saying because at this point it's freaking exploded into something that's freaking silly. I see that, and I understand that, but initially. And I'm tired of, of, of like, you see this again and again and again on different types of uh, platforms or uh, uh, media companies or whatever. Says, hey, if you don't agree with what we're doing, um, then, then peace out. You, you know, you, the, the core consumer, their opinion doesn't actually matter. Um, I, I don't like that, that approach. I don't like uh how how they just they always fall back on oh you you must be a bigoted hateful <laughs> sexist and what have you uh a bastard you know what i'm saying like I, I, I that rubs me the wrong way cuz i i have i'm no i'm not always 
uh, on the whole bandwagon. You know what I'm saying? I do have I have questions, and I'm not I don't come at these uh, uh, or formulate these questions in a place of malice or a place of sexism or a place of you know like they're just le- legitimate questions and or concerns, and then to lump me in rubs me wrong. So when so when they said, hey, don't buy it. I'm looking at the trailers. I'm looking at this is it looks like the same old battlefield to me. And it's not getting me excited. And then in the back of my mind, hey, you're ignorant. Don't buy it. And I'm like, you know what? I think I think I'm not. I think well, I, I, I think, think maybe I might if not. you think that question was towards you, I didn't think that I think I didn't when they said that I wouldn't get offended because I yeah, didn't think well, I, that's because that question so I feel as if I'm in that. I'm, I feel as if I'm in that that little bucket more often than not. You know what I'm saying? No, no. I'm not in that bucket. I'm not. I I, I, I would I be because because like I mean we, this is go like All I care going about like outside game. of of gaming, right? Uh, and going into personal of which I don't want to go in too deeply. Going into you know religion and politics, but I I am. A Christian and I have Christian beliefs and when I go in and I and I hear like my faith <laughs> right mocked on a continuous basis and I said hey you know what um, you know m- maybe maybe we should reconsider how we approach uh, uh, talking about these things like oh you're ignorant yeah you're a you're a you're a must be a backwater hick you know, you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm well, of which are. I'm neither. But some and, of them uh, are. That's the problem. So it's like you know, you uh, I don't know. Maybe they should have said, well, to those that are being this way, this is what this pertains to, as opposed to just painting a broad brush and be like, you know, hey, if you don't like it, don't buy it. And I agree. If you don't like it, don't buy it. We right. we tell people not yeah, to pre-order games all the time. Said that that's in the, the same thing. Of the world. If you don't like, if you don't like our product, just you get out. Yeah, well, yeah you, I mean, you know, you know I mean, you they know, already you know who also said that started anyway because it was EA. <sighs> but already, listen, I, you I, have I to have respect for your customer. Time, right? At the end of the day, you have to have respect for your customer, and if there's if there's smoke, you might want at the, at least check to see if there's fire. You know, what I'm saying, don't. I I understand once once the level of conversation degrades to a certain point there's nothing of value to be taken from that i understand that but to take all criticism of the jump and saying um you're sexist clearly that's dumb look at freaking uh, and i'll only look at this one thing look at freaking ghostbusters yo the remake of ghostbusters was an abomination now is an abomination because uh because they they chose to go with an all female cast, no, you know. But they botched. They they there was no need for it. It was nobody wanted a remake, uh, and they and the the a lot of the jokes, the writing, just was just like uh, they laid well, I flat. I remake. I want. I love Ghostbusters. Yeah, but we didn't. We did not fix it. You're gonna tell me that you liked the Ghostbusters and where the direction they took it. No, 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 no. I said that I wanted a remake. Like, I wanted another Ghostbusters. Like, that's... 
That's right. neat. I love that but stuff. When when there but were they didn't do a very good job. They with it, didn't so do a good like, job at all. And and when when questions and or criticism was raised on that, doesn't matter what what your opinion is on it or or where where you think they faltered. It's because you're sexist and you're bigoted, and that's that's a mistake. You know what I'm saying? It, to 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 instantly say, "Hey, you have an opinion. It's against what I'm saying. So therefore, you must be a bigot, <laughs> right?" That's that's, yeah, that's silly. not what I got from that movie, though. But I mean, I, that's not the stuff that I was hearing about. It. I just heard that it was a bad movie. It wasn't because it had females in right. it or, or anything like that. Well, so that's cl- that's definitely what they were saying, and all the advertisers were like, "Oh yeah, you know, Ghostbusters because women." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, man. Listen, they could have fixed man. it. Listen, they could have fixed it if if it was like Ghostbusters, the next generation kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? And they had freaking Bill Murray out there, like like maybe Bill Murray's daughter, and you had whoever, bro. It would have been accepted. It would have been embraced. You know, but they freaking uh, defecated upon the memory of Ghostbusters. And if you didn't like it, well, you're a sexist, bigoted, hate-filled, <laughs> you know, SOB. Well, I think that was only the uh, hillbilly rednecks. <laughs> That's well. Listen, my my ultimate opinion is is this: when uh, when there is criticism on it. And your and your knee jerk reaction is to say that you're coming from a hateful place. You really need to reevaluate what it is yeah, you're it, you're thinking and saying. Was hateful though, some of that stuff was. That well, mean. but once you that's what I'm saying though. When when you you're it's like, hey, you have a question. Now I'm I'm going to completely ignore you, and I'm going to. Uh, um, mis- mischaracterize you as an individual, as a person. What what have you done to the to the level of conversation? You've you've completely destroyed it. There is there is no now no let's have an actual conversation. Now now you you've gone personal and then you it just it just blows up from there. Like the, the this this kind of, this goes deeper. Like we the level of conversation nowadays is just not there anymore. You can't say, "Hey, I have an opinion. Let's let's hash it out. Let's talk about it." It like like we are doing right here right now. If this was if this was the internet, I would a tie fighter would have drop kicked me in the face. If this was the internet, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right in the face. I don't know. Right in the I'm face. Just looking at the reviews of what they have right now. So I mean, you know. It's um, it is what it is. But well, I have going back to Battlefield, it. I'll just say this: it looks more of the same. It looks like, and at this point, I'm not sure if that's enough for me to buy the trigger. And with that level of uncertainty, this close to launch, that the, the that dare of hey, just don't buy it. You're ignorant. That's ringing in my ears now. And I think well, don't buy it, <laughs> I think I'm not. Don't buy it, bro. I think I'm not. Don't buy it, bro. I'll be there. Just, I'll be there. Don't don't worry. <laughs> I'll let you know how it turns out. <laughs> yeah, because well, I'll end up buying it. I'll, I'll end up buying it because I actually liked it. The the, uh, the demo was actually uh, what I expected it to be. It's what I wanted it to be. Um, gameplay felt good. Um, uh, everything. I mean, look, everything looked like what I what I expected it to look like. You know, from what I've seen in like uh, 
um, the trailers and whatnot. Um, obviously, you don't get to play any like the uh, the battle royale stuff. But uh, I mean, uh, as a pure just conquest um, game, um, it was good. It felt good. Um, I was kind of busy trying to break stuff because it is a beta, and I just wanted to see how I could get myself stuck, and I couldn't. I didn't find any, uh, didn't fall through any uh, map holes or um, get stuck in the water or anything like that. None of that kind of stuff happened. Dude, you're a good um, man for playing a beta that way, because I, I would I would venture to say 99% of people who play betas say, "Hey, I get free access to the game early," and they just play the game. Uh, you're the only one I've ever talked to who goes into a beta and you're like, all right, crack my knuckles, let's go. And you're jumping in looking for like actual things that they want to get out of the beta. I've never met anyone who does that. So good for you for, for jumping in and, and really helping them out. Cause yeah, I mean, yeah, you like know, I said, everyone else is just like, Oh boy, here we go. We're going to play call of duty early. Right, and that's what, right. all we're doing. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, I was trying super to jump sweaty on about it. And... It was. It was. I remember playing in the beta last month for Call of Duty. It was yeah. rough. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. I, the way I feel about it is when when you have a beta or an alpha or any of those things, uh, uh, game preview, all, all that stuff is just, um, you know, it, it's the reason why they have it out there is so they can find all the bugs and kinks and what went wrong and and you know what I mean that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a grenade at a wall and jump in right after it to see if I can go through it, or I'm gonna jump up and down on a box that I see randomly somewhere to see if um, either I can get stuck in it or uh, glitch something out, or you know just to see what would happen. Um, thankfully, every box that I tried to like jump on, I climbed on. I was like, oh crap, look at this! I didn't even know I could do this. And, like I would climb up on, like get into like really cool advantage places i mean had like been like a sniper or something but i was just running with an assault rifle i I didn't really try to do anything crazy as far as like gun wise i just kept it basic and uh you know testing out uh popping a shot as opposed to you know just emptying out a clip on somebody to see what would happen um you know just silly little things like that i mean i still i still got kills and i still you know i had a good time with it and uh i don't know I mean, that's just kind of how I've always, like, uh, even when PUBG first started, that's what I was doing. I was trying to jump on stuff, you know, that random crate near a, a shed. Like, hey, what happens if I try to jump on this thing or whatever, you know? Or what happens when you do, like, a, you know, a backflip off a bike and into a tree? Does a tree stop me? Or, you know what I mean? Little things like that just to see. I think those kind of things are really fun to to find. And, uh, you know, anytime I can, I can find something cool and point it out to the, you know, developer or whatever, like, Hey, uh, just to give you guys a heads up. You know, I did this and, um, this is what happened. This was the result. So you might want to look at that type of thing. I don't nice. know. It's fun. All right. Well, I think that, uh, that perfectly segues into, uh, the news. You want Manny, you want to cue my music here? <clears throat> All right. Cue the music. Time fighter. What's going on with the news? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to the next segment of the Hardcore Casuals Lounge. The news. You did it. We made it. Welcome. <laughs> uh, so the reason that I say that it perfectly segues into it is because the first big major news story this week. Keep in mind, little 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 side note here. Uh, as far as news this week, there was nothing that was like super heavy or super awful or super scandalous. Like this was a pretty easy news week uh i mean we have some interesting stuff to talk about i'm not gonna say it wasn't interesting but it wasn't like 
nothing nothing sad happened this week. Nothing heavy happened this week. So news is a little bit lighter this week, thankfully, and we don't have to worry too much about that. But so that segues into first topic of the news week. Uh, guys, did you see the trailer for Call of Duty Blackout? So we were talking about the Call of Duty beta that happened last month. This month is the beta for Blackout, the Call of Duty Battle Royale. Uh, did you see the trailer? I did. Yes. I'm not impressed. I'm waiting for the gameplay. Where's the freaking <laughs> gameplay? Where's the freaking gameplay? I'm tired of these bullcrap freaking trailers. You know oh, what I'm dude, I mean, we haven't even seen. We haven't even gotten the beta yet. So I mean, it's it's okay. It's okay. When it's not like we're. It's not like this is the hype. Com- not like the full game comes out next week. Right. So this don't worry. Um, but when I see but, hype, I see red flags. That's the way I am now. Dude, Call you know of Duty saying? is hype and it is red flags. Don't even start with me. Like that's it's what not I'm like saying. We knew this was so I'm still I mean, waiting. It's always been that way. You can't so, act surprised. And I haven't. Anyway, I haven't picked up a Call of Duty since Modern Warfare Two. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> all right. But but it now it looks interesting, right? From what the from the from what it is that they're the ideas that they're trying to to come across of of like this is a, a, an imagining of what a game might entail, right? And you you saw some the vehicle play, which was interesting. You saw the squads moving in. You saw these different types of uh, 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 like these barricades being being uh, pulled up. Like that that this uh, one scene, this guy put up a double wide barricade, like on siege, right, uh, to block off a hallway, giving his squad. Uh, a place to post up on that's interesting stuff you know so still it goes into the the things that that are have not been verified right so exactly how are is, is a helicopter and a and a jeep going to going to live in the same type of of universe we don't really know um exactly um um exactly how big is that map right and and oh oh i have an answer to that question go for it Um, so an info thread came out on reddit three days ago uh by user atalaxian boy Uh, i think i'm saying that right anyway it's a (laughs) black ops 4 info thread uh this information is all from a story in game informer magazine uh, so there's just some quick bullet points here, and there's like there's like 50 of them. So I'm not going to go through all of them, but let's. Uh, so we know the the blackout beta is running with 80 players, uh, but internal testing has gone up to 100 or even over. Uh, we have solos, duos, and four-person squads. Duh. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, the map takes approximately five minutes to run full sprint from one side to the other, uh, and. I don't know where that sits compared to Fortnite. We I should think time it's it. Close. Yeah, it's t- I mean, it sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, hey, Reddit. <laughs> Reddit. Nobody's got it. I know. Uh, what are you talking about? Nobody's going to time it. They're probably already working oh, on it's, that it's right for now. Sure, been timed. I'm sure somebody's done it. Uh, yeah. Nuketown is present on an island in uh, in this one. So I don't know if you remember Nuketown. You should. Yeah. Uh, but Gotta Nuketown is here. So that's kind of cool. Uh, and another thing, I think this will be the last one we talk about. 
or last one I'm pulling from this list, is that there are 20 confirmed, quote, heroes that are available to select. Uh, and they come from the from from previous campaigns, from zombie modes, as well as other uh, Black Ops 4 characters. They are cosmetic only. So they don't bring like their power with them or their ability. Everything That's that you're good. able to do in the game, you pick up in the game. But you can look like uh, different characters. I want to know if, like, you know, is Soap McTavish one of them? Or is... He's got to uh, be. He's got to be. I Gotta mean, soap is soap is one of the most iconic characters in Call of Duty. Um, so that I mean, that'll be cool. And if you guys are interested, um, shoot me a note, uh, and 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 we can we can send you this thread that's got all the information on here uh, about Black Ops. So there's there's lots of good stuff. It looks cool. It looks interesting, cool. but we it's clearly we need to see more. Um, well, we've been waiting for for something like this for a while because PUBG came out, uh, you know, a couple of years back. And ever, you know, ever since it came out, the question has been: Imagine what this would be if it played like Call of Duty, right? But had this map because Call right. of Duty has always had great shooting mechanics, and PUBG has never had great shooting mechanics. No, it has not. And so it, it, the question has always been: What would happen if you mix them? And this, I mean, it could be great. It, it could, could be, be awesome. great. It could be great. And and uh, like the pacing, if if they hit all these questions right, it might be a game changer for it could, it, Call of Duty. It could be huge. Now, so. uh, now let's let's go back to Battlefield here. Um, they also unveiled a little bit of of their version of of the uh, battle royale, uh, and that. Uh, to me, that is interesting, right? So, I mean, I, I'm likely not going to be picking up Battlefield, but I'm very much interested to see how they they handle the Battle Royale uh, aspect because I think Battlefield's in a better position, their engine anyway, to handle that. And, uh, you know. What are they calling the Battle Royale for? Um, fire. Oh, my fire God. Firestorm? Fire, Firestorm? Some, Oh, I mean, man. I saw the Ring of Fire, and that looked really Fire cool. Fire Circle uh, Escape thing. Fire Circle kind of Escape bummed. Royale, right? I think that's. Yeah. I think that's it. That sounds about right. Fire Circle I was kind of Escape Royale. That, uh, call it Duty, like you know, because they're calling theirs like Blackout, and I was kind of thinking that it was going to be like you know, instead of like a standard circle, like they were going to like just black out. You know what I mean? Like the whereas like the the rest of the map just comes black, and all you can see is just whatever zone is still available. You know. Um, uh, I think the name blackout probably has something to do with what happens when you leave the circle. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe. I don't know. I, but I just noticed that it was like, a, you know, it looked like uh, the blue circle of death that you see in PUBG and uh, Fortnite. It looked rather similar. I was kind of hoping they would do something a little bit more fancy with it, change it up a little bit. But, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it was I, you know, I, I, it was a hype trailer. It was a hype trailer, so you know. Yeah, it's a hype trailer. So there's there's questions, but we got a we got a peek of what they're thinking, at which is cool, right. which is good. Um, the I I do kind of like the the way Battlefield is handling the idea of the the uh, the no go zone. You know what I'm saying? It's like in in a, a battle, like something happens to the battlefield right some some type of napalm some type of bomb something that's actually uh enclosing in on you which which makes the battlefield like uh an inaccessible which which i find interesting uh and of course that it's squad based because you know battlefield is more squad than than anything else 
with the classes. Um, it, I, I, between the two, between the two, I would say Battlefield has a leg up. But if um, if Call of Duty with the pacing and everything, and and the gun mechanics, if they can pull this off, it might be a game changer for them. But we'll see. We'll see. Either way, it's interesting. Um, either way, I'm I'm waiting to see. I'm a hard waiting to see on uh, on both of these games. I mean, I like the idea of the zombies in a in a battle royale. I think that's a nice added touch. You know, where it shows the guy. Yeah, we saw we saw a quick glimpse of them, and I wonder if they're just going to be like a like a random spawn. Uh, well, no. If you see, like the guy, he has the uh, the the monkey, the little uh, the monkey right. with the little symbols. That, that, yeah, that yeah, check, yeah. The guy throws it, and when he throws it, that's what brings the zombies. Oh, up. it's so a I, consumable. I, I, yeah, I think yeah. So I, either either it's something to attract zombies, nice, or or you know because that's the way it worked. You know, in the old Call of Duty with zombie mode, you you throw that thing and like the zombies would hone in on that little clamoring monkey and then it would explode. So I think the idea is that you you have the monkey, you throw it at your opponent, it draws in zombies, so you can either you know yeah, quick escape. Yeah, quick escape or pick him off while he's trying to deal with zombies coming at him type of thing. So See, I, I think that's if, a nice touch. If they had a battle royale, Call of Duty style with the with the mechanics and the pacing, and the world itself had zombies in it, where you have to fight the zombies and the rest of the people, I, I that is something that would be very interesting to me. I'm a zombie fan you know what i'm saying my concern is like you know when you play call of duty it's usually pretty fast so like you know it doesn't take many shots to put somebody down so that's my main concern like you know a lot of times yeah but look at the the time to kill in fortnite now it's it's very (sighs) fast yeah i guess uh i i i'm not i'm not super worried about it i mean i I, you can die in an instant in in PUBG too so right uh i I don't think that's gonna be an issue one thing to keep in mind though buddha is that uh health and shooting have changed for black ops 4 um you now have a a discrete number of of health points and they do not recover uh and so it's much much more akin to how health works in in PUBG or in right. Fortnite. so right. uh that may run I, I having having played the multiplayer uh beta it it feels right about where it should be in time to kill i didn't feel like it was unfair gotcha uh and i mean yeah i mean it, even even in those games uh a headshot kills you in an instant right 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 so i, w- I wouldn't be worried about it anyway moving on not about Call of Duty, because we don't give that much time to Call of Duty just yet. <laughs> Moving on, Polygon, a.k.a. Polygon.com, the uh, the video game review slash opinion slash information website, is officially getting rid of review scores. So in a uh, recent update from the website, they posted it on their front page, uh, Polygon has announced that they're no longer going to give numerical scores to their reviews. And they believe that that's because uh, numbers do reviews and injustice in that a viewer will come in, they will open a review and they'll instantly scroll to the bottom and see the number uh, and say, okay, great, seven, done. And the writer isn't allowed to give any context to the number uh, or, or reason. And so a viewer may not be getting a full understanding of what that game is. And thus they're not doing the game uh, a favor by giving it a number. And so from here forth, they will be uh, number free. 
Uh, and they're just, you know, they're going to see how it goes. What I, 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 the reason I put this on there, and I know this doesn't apply to a lot of people because not everyone goes to Polygon for their reviews, uh, but I just kind of wanted to get your guys' take on how you feel about reviews not giving scores. The only reason why I'm really interested in, in this is because this is a question that we have asked ourselves several yep. times behind the scenes uh, because we've been we've been working on the website or we've been trying to get a couple articles to release uh, and we will be releasing. Now I know I've been saying this every, every week so far, but I, I think that there's a good chance in, uh, that we release by the time this podcast releases, which is going to be on Monday. Oh baby. I am, I am confident that we can hit that Monday mark. Um, and if not Monday, then we'll be that week guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? Cool. So, because I, you know, well, whatever. That's 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 shop talk. So to me, it's interesting <laughs> because we're like, man, if we were to do reviews, the hardcore casuals reviews, what is right? Should we put a number? If so, what is going to be our criteria? And and we we're. we're we do everything kind of casually, right? Like we want it to be the the best we can we can do it, but not necessarily super rigid. And and so we've kind of naturally fell away from a hard number and just writing out what we think and feel about about things, right? That's that's kind of where we landed. Yeah. So I mean, I did the review for Hellblade very recently, and that'll be up when Which the website was, goes up. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Uh, but is that was that was my philosophy. I just want to tell you what I think about it. I want to tell you what I loved about it, what I didn't like about it, and that's it. If I if I put a number on it, then you then to a degree the reader will say that they will know what they're going to get out of the experience and whether it's worth it to them or not. And I want people to read what I write and then want to go experience it for themselves and then they can give it whatever number they want. Yeah. I mean, you know, back in the day like, you know, I used to get like Game Informer or whatever, and you know, on the back, uh, on the back side of the magazine, they'd have like uh, the 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 scores and all that stuff, and you could like look at it. And honestly, like back in the day, like I would look at a game, and unless it had like an eight to ten, like that would prompt me to go look and dig a little deeper as far as to why it was an eight or a ten, or or you know, it would be like, oh man, that 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 got an eight. Well, let me check out this game and see what what's so good about this game to give it you know that kind of score uh, you were, but you now, were only looking at eights bro back in the day sevens were solids you know uh, nah man where's yep. worth my time yep <laughs> that's why i never played halo but anyway so. <laughs> <laughs> halo halo was a freaking nine bro get out yeah, of I here know, I, know I remember back joking. then i'm just joking i'm joking uh, calm uh, down calm down uh, everybody I'm sorry don't hate me. I'll play Halo this week. This week is my it's I'm I, the Master Chief. It's happening this week. Okay. All right. But awesome. um but uh but nowadays though, like, you know, like I really don't look at the number anymore. Like I really don't I, I've gotten to the point to where it's like I, I do appreciate a review, but I don't really care what they say, like as far I mean, I do care what they say, but I don't care about that number they throw on it. So it's like whatever, it's a seven. I, I, I the reason why it's a seven is because this I read what it is that they talk about to see if if like you know it's it's kind of like ty's review you know like he he talks about what's good about it and what's bad about it well i listen 
to what's bad about it because I want to identify whether or not the those things that he thinks are bad, do I think those are bad things too? Now, if right. I don't agree, like, you know, if uh, if Ty says, well, you know what, uh, the story's not all that or whatever. Well, I'm not too concerned. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll wait to to judge the story on my own, you know. But if he says, oh, well, you know, the camera is a little wonky and, uh, you know, you'll find yourself stuck in a wall. Well, then at that point, I'll be, whoa, I don't like that. Like, I don't like that at all. Right. right. So that'll put that'll be like, well, let me look, let me let me wait on that. If that's what Ty says about it. And I feel like that's the same thing. Um, I'm, I'm more concerned about the game mechanics, I guess, as opposed to how well the graphics look. I mean, I do love great graphics, but it, to me, that's not the killer. Like to me, it's like, does it does it feel good? Like if I'm playing it, you know, um, you know, am I constantly having to deal with, uh, you know, Resident Evil, uh, the OG, uh, like, you know, <laughs> you know, controller scheme, you know, right. where it's just like, ah, oh, it's frustrating. You know what I mean? Those are the kind of things that make or break me on a game. So those are the things that I look for when I when I read a review or I listen to a review. Um, those are the kind of things that I'll that I'll I'll tune into. So. Nice, nice, cool. Well, there you go. I'm interested to see what their reviews like look like moving forward. I'm sure they're not going to retroactively remove numbers, but uh, I I pay attention to Polygon just for the reviews, and they have some interesting takes on uh, social issues as well. Uh, sometimes I agree, sometimes I don't. Uh, but if you guys don't already, Polygon.com is a is a pretty uh, interesting source for for gaming news. So maybe check it out. Moving on. This one got me so excited. You guys may have seen me tweet about this a couple days ago. Kingdoms <laughs> of Amalur Reckoning. The IP has finally been acquired by THQ Nordic. I'm so pumped. So, so if you guys missed it, go ahead, Kingdoms go ahead. of Amalur, the, there's a whole story here uh, behind Kingdoms of Amalur. So Kingdoms of Amalur was supposed to be part of a series of RPGs put out by, was it 36, 38 studios? I think it was 38 studios. Uh, a number of years ago, it came out probably in what, 2005, 2003? Let me, let me do this for a kingdom. Forever uh, ago. Yeah. Uh, release date. There it is. Um, oh, I accidentally did two. There we go. Uh, that came out. Oh, never mind. I was wrong. It was 2012. Not as long ago as I thought. Uh, but anyway, it was it was a very interesting RPG that had a very rich world and a lot of lore and a really great action combat style with really deep RPG elements. It had a, it did a lot of things right, and it could have used it really could have used a good sequel to learn from the things that it didn't do right, and it could have really been great. The problem was that the studio. Uh, let me, let me get this. Yes, 38 Studios and EA. So 38 Studios had to borrow a ton of money in order to make it happen. And they borrowed it from the state, from the state of Rhode Island. Uh, because development took longer than they expected and they employed a lot of people and blah, blah, blah. And then the game didn't do so well. It wasn't critically well received. It didn't sell a lot. And so they were in a ton of debt and the state called in the debt and the studio shut down pretty much immediately. But what happened when the state called in the debt is now Rhode Island owned all of the IP, which has hmm. never happened before. The state has never owned gaming IP before. And it's like, what do you do with it? And so it just sat in like a freaking vault for many, many years. And so now finally, 
and, and it being owned by the state is the reason we haven't seen uh, Amalur on backwards compatibility. We haven't seen a sequel. We haven't seen a remaster. No one's allowed to touch it uh, until now. THQ Nordic, who has who has also picked up games like uh, Time Splitters, like Darksiders, uh, all these kind of mid-range uh, RPG and shooters. Uh, and now they've got it. And I'm so excited. And I know others might not be nearly as excited and others might have no freaking idea what Kingdoms of Amalur is. <laughs> but this was, a, this was a fun, you know, seven and a half or eight out of ten RPG that I loved and put plenty of time into. And, and we're finally going to get a chance to, to see it again. Whether it's in a remaster or whether it's in BC or whether it's in a sequel, I'm just That's excited that we're going to get to jump back in. Yeah, we, Buddha and I were talking about like what what do you think is gonna come come about with this? Um, I would love to, even if it's just backwards compatible, I'd love to actually get my hands on it because that's a game that uh, like at the time I just didn't have any time to play, but it was something that I was really interested in, uh, despite the fact that it wasn't critically acclaimed. Like it looked really good from what I could see. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it just it just one of those games that that interested me, but I let slide. So it's going to be uh, hopefully I I could play it soon. Well, we we will yeah, see. Yeah, and I, I and I I recommend checking it out. It's pretty. It's it's just like it is a it is a high fantasy, relatively deep RPG with really great action combat. Uh, I'm trying to remember, is that a top down? Nope. Like, kind of like a Diablo nope, third person over the shoulder. It it, it looked yeah. a lot like WoW. Uh, right, right, right. But a single person campaign. I was thinking like Torchlight. No, no, no. No. Gotcha. Didn't have that look. Uh, but anyway, look out for Kingdoms of Amalur, guys. I got really excited there for a moment. Uh, and I think you should too. It's going to be great. Uh, so we'll see. Anyway, moving on. The final news topic of the day. Oh, my. Caffeine, the streaming service. For those who may not have heard of it, Caffeine is another Twitch mixer. Facebook Live, Steam TV competitor. Caffeine gets a $100 million cash infusion from 21st Century Fox. Yeah. Uh, Did what, you see that pinky, that pinky come what, up? What the heck? Uh, I'm going to read a little bit of this article <laughs> yeah. here and uh, give a little context. So Caffeine, a new streaming platform focuses on video game and other forms of entertainment, has received $100 million in funding from 21st Century Fox. The TV and film giant led a new investment round for Caffeine with additional funding secured from existing investors, uh, Andreessen Horowitz and Greylock Partners, uh, as well as unnamed partners. However, 21st Century Fox investment amount has been disclosed. So Caffeine got money from a lot of people. One of them was Century Fox, and we know that number. It's 100 million. Mm -hmm. So they have more than 100 million now, which is crazy. Some of the firm's funds have been allocated to creating Caffeine Studios, a new joint venture between Caffeine and Fox Sports. The business will use the latter's expertise in sport programming and live events coverage to create original esports, gaming, sports, and entertainment programming for the Caffeine platform. Uh, 21st Century Fox's stake in both Caffeine and Caffeine Studios will be part of the proposed new Fox company, which will be formed once the Disney's takeover of certain 21st Century Fox assets and businesses has been completed. Oh my gosh. So they're, they're, it's like they're making their own online TV service because right. of Caffeine. Pretty much. And that's like, I, I was talking with you guys 
earlier this week. If you go on to caffeine.tv right now, which is which is the name of the website, it's not caffeine.com, it's caffeine.tv. It's a train wreck. It is an awful, awful experience to go on there and try and find something to watch or find a, a particular game to watch or a particular streamer uh, or what have you. It is not a good experience right now. Uh, the interface is just not friendly to new users at all. Uh, and so I'm I'm very interested to see what spot uh, what spots sports uh, what what Fox Sports can do with caffeine in order to make it relevant, in order to make it useful, in order to make it friendly. This is this was out of nowhere. A hundred million dollars from a company that just got Huge. bought by Disney. Like, yeah, what are they what are they looking for here? I don't understand. Uh, well, uh, I think it's interesting that they they want to to focus immediately from this article on uh esports they want to have their own yeah. fox sports type uh a studio specifically for gaming which is crazy right so right really what it is is we are at the precipice of of seeing esports in a way that we haven't before and and we've kind of talked about this before when we saw the nba teams uh doubling down on their own uh esport teams for their own seasons and whatnot right um and i mean that this is this is money that normally didn't look at or look for gaming Right, even though gaming is a multi-billion-dollar industry, but this whole phenomenon of streaming and esports is, is, although again, there's lots of money to be made. Um, now the the this more traditional money, I guess, well, for lack of a better term, uh, we'll call it like they're looking at it. They see there's money to be made, and heavy investments are are coming in, and this is a huge one, though. This is a huge one. It's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to be looking at at this one for a minute. Uh, but like, like Mixer, they have all the like they've been making their own studios, right? So you, you've seen this type of of thing, right? So they have like different shows, uh, which covering streaming and and uh, esports and and all and the like. And they're just looks like they want to they want to do that and just and just run with it, you know. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see. I think it's just gotten too big for them for for businesses to ignore now. You know, you yeah. start seeing stuff on like uh, ESPN, and you know, Fox Sports wants a piece of that action. You know, Absolutely. they want to take something. Um, two big two big things: video games and sports, and you bring bring them together, and people are gonna tune in. And um, so I think. I mean, my, I mean, Microsoft bought uh, you know Beam back in the day, and I mm -hmm. feel like this is the kind of same kind of thing where they're they're like, hmm, who's out there that we could we could utilize and fix up and polish up a little bit and throw out there to the masses, and here's caffeine. Right. I I, I think so, I think this the Beam acquisition of Microsoft. There was a lot of people looking at it to see if it if it was something that would have been profitable for them and. Uh, they definitely turned Mixer into into something. It's definitely growing a lot now. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a wonderful little streaming platform that I'm really happy to be a part of. 
and it is growing by leaps and bounds and it's like you said it's irrefutable like there's money to be freaking made and new new platforms can be invested in and and turned into something very viable relatively quickly uh but they, it seems as if it seems as if beam already had m something better established than than caffeine true so there's more work true. to be done on caffeine but yeah, no hundred million no dollars doubt. will get you there. <laughs> and they said that uh, yeah, well, I mean, they said they weren't going to do anything until after um, Disney got done taking taking right. the the stuff that they bought. So, I mean, you know, I think that's just the. I mean, it's just the state of gaming right now. You know what I mean? It's become more popular. You see it more and more. I mean, you see people like Ninja on like whatever the Today Show or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's it's stuff that's more relevant now you know yeah. so it only makes sense for them to do something like that and go ahead and and get in on it while they can you know i think it's a lot easier to deal with a with a a place that's already got something established even though it is a mess it's still established as opposed to making their own thing from scratch type of thing yeah well, we'll uh, again. We'll we'll we're keeping an eye on this one. This is going to be very interesting to to take a look at. Um, Buddha, why don't you take us over to see what uh, what's new? What do we got going on over here? Because we uh, we're we're pressed against the clock. Ah, uh, what do we got? Let's see here. Um, uh, as far as uh, Game Pass, we already talked about Halo: The Master Chief Edition. Mm -hmm. Um, has dropped on Game Pass. Um, uh, let's see, Games with the Gold. We've got uh, Prison Architect. Uh, for honor, I think is uh, still there for a small, small time. I think we're running out on that one. And then uh, Lego Star Wars three for the 360. That was a fun one. And then uh, backwards compatibility hit uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare two. Yeah, Finally came around. Finally That's came around. Talk. I think I think that that would have been brought up on last week's uh, episode had we not gotten. Uh, and we not had had so much uh, good yeah. conversation about some of the other topics. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, it came out what that. two weeks ago. Call. I mean, right. This is one Modern Warfare Two. People have been begging for Modern Warfare Two because it completes the set. I think every old Call of Duty is now officially on backwards compatible. Right. I I, so, I I think it was uh, some some type of shenanigans where where they had. Uh, a prospect of weak sales for oh I forget which which Call of Duty was it, but they said oh you have Modern Warfare two the remake only available if you pre if you get the game right and that's that's really kept the uh, the sales afloat for for that Call of Duty oh that remaster uh, yeah 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 so we'll see but I mean Modern Warfare two is my favorite is my favorite of the Modern Warfares by far. It's a pretty good. I had one. some. I had some great good. times on that freaking. That I've always been a World at War kind of guy. So, but that's already on backwards compatibility. Right, right, right. But uh, other than that, as far as our, uh, I mean, the other games that dropped on the Game Pass before uh, I, we move on, uh, On Rush, which was like a Burnout. If you like that kind of game, it's a uh, cooperative racing. You don't. You're not racing for first. You're racing to survive. Really fun little game. I played a lot of that on that free week. Uh, Quantum Break, which was a game that I had been waiting forever to drop into Game Pass, finally made it, and I got to watch uh, our yeah. boy, our boy Jersey, play that a little bit the other day I'll, on his I'll stream. I'll say that that game 
is is good. It's worth the play. It's a great Game Pass game. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's a great Game Pass game. Uh, also, Snake Pass, which is a very nice little uh, little game. Very different, uh, where you play a snake. Um, kind of like a Banjo-Kazooie style, but uh, you're a snake. And it... Uh, uh, Pretty pretty interesting how the how you make your way through the game in that one. Uh, Avon Colony also came out. Uh, Shadow Warrior, uh, Skyforce Reloaded, and Manual Samuel. Um, and that then, I, I want to play. Uh, that looks Manual Samuel is pretty funny. <laughs> That's a funny game. That's a funny game. I've had that for a while before. A lot of these games, unfortunately, that dropped on the Game Pass, I had already owned. But anyway. Manual Samuel is one I <laughs> I almost bought on several sales, and and I yeah. just let it. I just let it go. I, you know, but I'm definitely going to play it now that it's on Game Pass. So our uh, new games of this week, obviously uh, PUBG hit that 1.0. So that's uh, out in, in, in the flesh. Uh, NBA 2K19. Um, looks like uh, NHL 19 is going to be coming out. I think uh, I think somebody was playing the demo for that <laughs> the other day. I, I, was watching, I was watching... Uh, Stu, Stu Pendis, amazing streamer, great friend of the Hardcore Casuals on Mixer, uh, play NBA 2K19, and the story mode was, it's pretty freaking funny, man. It looks it looks uh, pretty cool. I was, it's not my kind of game, you know, but I had a blast watching Stu play it. Yeah, I like watching people play like the sports games and stuff. Um, then when, before we turn the corner, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider will be out. And uh, was that September 12th? That'll be coming out. And then uh, I added this a little bit late to the game, but uh, Final Fantasy, uh, I think it's 15 Pocket Edition. Uh, That's a game that I've been looking at for a hot minute. And that's an RPG that uh, uh, they uh, they made it all nice and cute. And uh, I thought I I think I saw it it was going to come out for the Switch and it finally released on Microsoft. So that that'll be one that I'll be I'll be checking out myself. So. I love my Final Fantasy. Word. That's all I got. That's another game I've never really gotten into, Final Fantasy. But that's I'm not really into the JRPGs. I've never gotten into them, you know. But but yeah. I I guess that's that, right? Do I hear the music? Do I hear the music? I I might be. Maybe I'll maybe I'll edit that in there. Um we're out. We're done. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for for stopping in and hanging out. You can find us on thehardcorecasuals.com. That the website is there. I am going to do I'm going to work my uh my my uh uh my hardest to try and get this out on the website at the same time that you are going to hear this podcast. Uh, well. that's my goal Monday. I'm excited. It's a simple little website, but it, it, you'd be surprised how how hard it is to get something simple and and look nice. Um, but um, but yeah, uh, thehardcorecasuals.com. Uh, that's where you can find us. You all all the uh, the links are gonna be there, but I'll give them to you anyway. You can go to uh, patreon.com forward slash hardcore casuals if you can uh, find it in your heart to. to to support we'd appreciate it um the discord is um hardcorecasuals.pro come on in chit chat with us um oh that's right oh that's right we need to pick a freaking winner holy freaking crap oh we almost forgot stop stop the music
we have some business to attend. We have some business to attend. Yo, speaking of Patreon, speaking of Patreon, we have uh, uh, every month we want to give away a little something to the Patreon folks. We do a little bit of a raffle and uh, Ty is uh, go ahead and get that random number generator. Uh, whoever- okay, so just, just so everyone knows what's going on, the different tiers of the Patreon get different amounts of entries. Right. And so I've turned all those numbers of entries into random or into numbers, and then we're using a random number generator to determine who's going to be the winner. Right. Uh, and so uh, I'm just doing it here on Google. Google uses a random number generator. So congratulations to Ace, uh, oh. winner of, of the... Uh, drawing for this week hey, oh ace. baby Hi. so you know uh we're gonna go with um oh geez I, I didn't i didn't think this far ahead give me a second let me pull let me pull it up uh we're doing an xbox game right uh the game that that we're gonna be giving away is uh let's see if i can remember it it is uh jutin jutin uh you oh. might know this one Yoten. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jotun. Yeah, 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 the Viking yeah, 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 yeah. game. The Viking game. Yeah, yeah. That uh, looks really freaking good. cool. That is what we're giving away for a battle the against Patreon the gods. Sub Club. Thank you so much, Ace. Much love to you, my dude. Um, I'll be hitting you up in short order uh, to see about uh, to see about giving you that uh, that code uh, in the Discord. Thank you so much, and thank you all of the uh, Patreon supporters. Thank you so so much for real. Um, and yeah, and yeah, okay, we can bring back the farewell music. <laughs> and uh, as I say, thank you everybody for stopping in and and uh, spending your time listening to the podcast. We had so much wonderful feedback. I really appreciate um, each and every one of you so so much. Thank you so much. Uh, so go ahead, stop by the Discord, hardcorecasuals.pro. Check out the website, thehardcorecasuals.com. And uh, until next time, guys, see ya. See ya.